Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. I'm going to make you say that name some more, too. It's Hotel Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, hour number two, coming at you. Broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris, 2904 West Broadway, Missoula Highway 83 in Sealy, celebrating their 30th birthday. That's right, 30 years they've been in business. They're celebrating all month by offering you 30% off. That's right, up to 30% off MSRP on select vehicles, accessories, and with the purchase of a new Polaris off-road vehicle, has vulnerated dirt bike or any Crest pontoon boat. Some restrictions apply. See Kurtz for details. It to Kurtz Polaris for their 30, 30th anniversary sale all month long. It takes care of some business that I failed to do in the break. ESPN Radio for Western Montana, KKVU HD3 Stevensville, and 102.9 FM on K275BS Missoula. That's for the radio, folks. If you're watching at home, well, thank you. Now you know. Just in case. Gotta have it. Uh, Do you know why that's required? Huh? Do you know why that's required? The legal ID? Are you asking me this as a trivia question, or are you asking me this because you know the answer to it? Well, both. It is a trivia question. It's one of the funniest and and also like most awesome moments in American history. So back in the 30s, when radio was the king of everything. What are you talking about? There was, well, still is, right? There we go. Yeah, buddy. But, you know, I mean, Franklin Delano Roosevelt is... Is giving his fireside chats, and yes. I mean, everybody's listening to the radio all the time. Huddling around, sure. They decided to, uh, they being a national public radio, decided to do a six-hour-long rendition of Orson Welles' War of the Worlds on the radio. Have you ever read the War of the Worlds? It's a story of basically aliens invading the world sure. and and. You know, killing people with lasers, and it's pandemonium, it's the apocalypse. Well, they did this 
for six full hours with no legal with people with no legal ID, and it was you know pure pandemonium. They they said that I, I, wrote, I listened to this great radio lab about it, and at the time I think that there was you know something like maybe a little bit less than half of the amount of people that live in America right now. But they said that only, quote unquote, only about two million people actually lost lost it. Thought it was real, real. Which at the, you know you talk about. About maybe one or two percent of the population at the time, which is not a huge percentage. Most people were just like, "Oh, this is funny." Oh, it's the you know, it's the war of the worlds, or you know, whatever. But but on the other hand, two million people taking it significantly seriously—that's that's kind of crazy, and that's a lot of anarchy to be happening, and a lot of fearful people. So now you have to have a legal ID, breaking from a broadcast, saying where what you're doing, what you're on, you know, so people don't get scared. Uh, well, I think that's reasonable. Uh, people might think that this, what we were doing, was real if we didn't have the legal ID, and we would not want that to happen. Or maybe they think it wasn't real. We need the legal ID to legitimize it. Maybe maybe so. It goes either way. It is remarkable. Uh, you know, I think, like, the first t- quote-unquote TV show is The Man in the Moon, and they shoot, like, it's like it's like almost puppets that they shoot the rocket up, and it lands on the moon, and it's the moon starts talking to... You know, a guy up there and the whole thing, and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's what you would have to do if you were going to make the first ever TV show, and it's very difficult to do, and you did your absolute best, and you broke some ground that's never been broken before, and uh, evidently there's quite a number of people who believe that to be, that, that in fact we had landed on the moon, and the moon was talking. Um... The power of media is an interesting thing. What I like to think about is what are we listening to and looking at now that we think is actual that ain't. Man, we can't go down that rabbit hole. A lot is the answer. Missed anything in the first hour? Check it out on the podcast. It's as real as it gets, people. It's there in the internet. Ones and zeros. Binary. Listen to it. The podcast available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Podcast is brought to us by the Wingate by Wyndham Hotels. Uh, Coulter... You uh, have broken some news within the show uh, regarding some transfers coming to the University of Montana. And earlier today, some transfers uh, heading to Montana State. Let's start with Bozeman. The Bobcats landing a three-star quarterback out of the state of Washington, Grady Robinson, a uh, a dual-threat quarterback. Uh, And why wouldn't you? You know, you got to just get as many in there as you could get. Uh, And so that's good. And obviously, you got – what's the rule of thumb? I mean, you want to have a quarterback a year at a minimum, right, coming into your program. And obviously, if you can get a three-star guy, that's you're, you're always going to bring uh, you know, that kid aboard and see what he can do. 6'1", 185 pounds. And then also uh, a, uh, another Montana State uh, commit, Sebastian Valdez from San Diego, California, had offers from USD, offers from Cal Poly, so obviously not a very bright guy. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, if you could get into Montana State, Cal Poly, and San Diego – you have done something well in the classroom. Uh, so, uh, Mr. Valdez, 6'3", 235, uh, not overwhelmingly big, but a big frame. Yeah, he is big. When you see him, he's big. Yeah, and uh, he is going to go to Montana State as well uh, for uh, be on the defensive lineman. So, uh, uh, or be on the defensive line, excuse me. So, what, what beyond the numbers uh, do we know about these two guys, Colton? Well, both guys are, these are class of 2020 guys. So these guys are yet to play their senior years. Mm -hmm. Uh, But as far as Gray Robinson goes, uh, his film looks really good. I mean, there's a lot of dual threat quarterbacks, right? There's the Chris Murray, Travis Johnsons who are running quarterbacks. They 
they're not dual threat yet because they can't really throw it. And then there's guys like Dakota Prukop who might be a little bit raw throwing the ball uh, coming out of high school, but he's got potential throwing the ball. And then there's guys like Ray Robinson who can who can throw it and run it. And I would say out of those four guys I just named, Robinson is the least athletic, but that's not to say that he's unathletic. He is, he's very athletic. He's just not electrifyingly athletic in the mold of Dakota Prukop or Chris Murray. But he throws the ball a lot better. I mean, I sent my brother the film and uh, Brooks said, wow, did Montana State get themselves a real throwing quarterback right here? He can throw on the run, mm-hmm. uh, both, you know, uh, rolling out to both sides. He seems like he's pretty efficient. Um, and, you know, it, it's interesting because you worked over there. You've covered sports in the, yes, the greater Seattle area. And there's some powerhouse schools over there. Uh, and there's been some really good recruits, but it, it seems to me actually that a lot of times the kids in that uh, on that uh, that I ninety corridor, not the I five corridor, yeah. but the I ninety corridor, the kids that live east of the city. When you get into the suburbs like Issaquah and Sammamish, there's some powerhouse high schools there, but a lot of that is because of the resources. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of money in those suburbs, and so I think a lot of times the kids are are a little bit overrated. Overrated, not, they're they're overranked. Yes, they're well, they 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 get more exposure and they have nicer uniforms. Totally. And, you know, we, we've seen a lot of guys. I mean, like Skyline High School is a great example. The guys like Casey Williams, you know, he was, he was, seemed like one of the best re- recruits the Huskies have ever gotten. And, and he was fine in college, but he was nowhere near the hype he had coming right. out of high school. Th- that said, I think that this Gray Robinson kid is actually, a, he's a guy that uh, is being a little bit under-recruited. We'll see if that changes after he plays a senior year. That's the other thing that's a little bit tenuous about when you get these verbal commits from out of state so far ahead of signing day because you're going to have to hang on for dear life now if the kid goes out and has a great senior year and wins a state championship or something there's going to be other suitors that are going to continue to recruit the guy but all, the, all things considered he's got good film he's got a good arm he looks like a good recruit Sammamish uh, High School is in the Bellevue School District if you're uh, wondering and uh, Bellevue uh, and Kirkland houses uh, some people named Gates among others uh, Russell Wilson, probably a majority of the Seahawks football team in season. So, yes, to say they have resources, a bit of an understatement. You mentioned Skyline. Skyline, a bigger school. So, man, it's just a two-way high school there. Uh, but still great competition. Nathan Hale uh, is uh, yep. another powerhouse that, that is in their same division. I think Bellevue itself, Bellevue High School, which we know has a huge tradition of linemen and running backs particularly, uh, is a 3A school, if I'm not mistaken. I would have to look that up to be sure. But you're right. You're pulling from a bunch of kids who... Y- you talked about the exposure that you maybe get that maybe other kids don't get, and so there's more recruiting, or there maybe there's more stars that are attached to them because they're seen. But the other thing is, a lot of these kids... I mean, think about it what you want, but they have the training that yep. a lot of people don't have access to. And they totally. do, do learn how to play, especially when you're talking about quarterback. If you could do one-on-one stuff with, you know, you know, some some pretty exclusive uh, uh, guys that are there, and there's a lot of quarterbacks that live in that area. Yep. Uh, that that are you know former NFL football players that do stuff like that. That do you know kind of what uh, uh, Marty Morningwig did coming back here to Missoula with those kids. But you can sign up, do one-on-one stuff, and you know if you have the resources to do that, su- certainly beneficial to what you can become. And so I'll be interested to see you know how uh, how 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 Grady uh, Robinson kind of works out. 
tr- this trickle down effect too from Jeff Choate being at the University of Washington, then Kane Ione right. being there the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Kane Ione was Grant Robinson's primary recruiter. Uh, I know Grant Robinson went to a UW camp, so you wonder if you know the Washington coaches were like, "Hey, this kid's pretty good. He's probably not Pac-12 good, but he's pretty good. You guys should take a look at him." Or maybe Kane remembers Coulter. You and I have built our lives on communication, and one thing that people may not realize is Blackfoot. That is their bread and butter, and right now. They are spending a ton of time and money creating an incredible network of fiber optic cables across the state of Montana, a state that, thank you very much, could use some innovation and advancement in that way, right? You probably already know Blackfoot, a local partner for internet, voice, and professional services that fuel growing businesses like yours. Right now, Blackfoot is extending its fiber optic cable networks in Bozeman, St. Ignatius, and around the region. Yeah, like hundreds of miles of fiber optic cable. It's a stunning amount that they're putting in right now. Check out goblackfoot.com. You can click on the link if you're on Podbean or just copy the URL into your browser. Go see what they're up to. I think you'll be impressed when you find out all the things that Blackfoot does. Particularly in Bozeman. Bozeman, as you know, is booming right now. And Blackfoot, they got you all taken care of. How does fiber optics benefit your business? We're not quite sure, but Blackfoot sure does. Give them a call. 866-541-5000 866-541-5000 or find them online at goblackfoot.com. Hearing about you know this kid, there's a lot of trickle down though because there's a lot of crossover and that's why Montana yeah. State's been so heavily in that western Washington area and I think it's going to have a gigantic impact on the league, the fact that Bobby Houck is back at Montana and Jeff Choate has all these western Washington ties because mm-hmm. when Bobby Houck first left and Robin Flugrad took over and then when Rob Ash, the kind of the second half of his tenure at Montana State, as Jeff Choate puts it, both the Montana schools were just waving the white flag in Washington. They were not recruiting it anymore. And if you remember anything about those Bobby Houck teams, it was built on Montana kids, but you had so many great players like, you know, like Tyler Hobbs from Spokane and, you know, like uh, Alex Bieneman from, you know, Eastern, somewhere in eastern Washington. Craig Mettler, our guy Craig Mettler, at, you know, his Missoula Sentinel track Walla. from Walla Walla. There were so many east of the mountains Washington recruits because Bobby Houck said, Hey, and they Montana benefited big time from having Washington state be a little bit down. You know, Hey, do you want to just come? It's an equal drive from where you live in Walla Walla to go, you know, West coast as it is to just come to Missoula. He used that so much. And Jeff Choate said, Hey, we can't wait, rave the right flag over there anymore either. Especially considering we have so many alums in Seattle. Montana state has this great pipeline where they can send engineering kids to Boeing. I mean, talk about a recruiting pitch. Hey, you want to be an engineer? We'll get you a job at Boeing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's pretty science still delivered. So it's a it's a good pipeline. As far as this Valdez kid, uh, Monta Vista High School in San Diego, for whatever reason, San Diego hit, st- continues to be under recruited. I don't know why that is. I've never really gotten that. For whatever reason, well, because it's an awful climate. You don't <laughs> want to go there and recruit. I, I I just think it's crazy that there. I mean, every football program in America basically has guys. Driving the Inland Empire in L.A. I mean, just driving all over the place. And <laughs> right. and even up into Sacramento and stuff. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, San Diego has always been a little bit under-recruited. Well, the Cats have a little bit of a nice pipeline coming from this Monta Vista high school. They got Blake Schmidt from there last year, who I thought was probably their second most talented out-of-state recruit behind Jahari Martin, who's the, the beast man-child from Florida who might threaten to start this year for the Cats at inside linebacker. But Blake Schmidt was a really talented recruit. And... Sebastian Valdez is is a little bit lighter but very similar version of Blake Schmidt. I watched their film, and they look a lot the same. They got good pop. You can tell they're really well coached, really good fundamentals. But the other thing is that, you, like you mentioned, 
Valdez has offers from San Diego and Cal Poly. Well, Blake Schmidt had offers from Harvard, Princeton, and Yale, San Diego, the U.S. Naval Academy, and then like half the big sky. Never heard of them. <laughs> so, so obviously this program is not just developing good fundamental talent. They are making these kids prioritize athletics, or excuse me, academics, and I think yeah. that goes so far. Right. Uh, okay, that's good. Yeah, it's uh, uh, fun to get a little insight on them. And now a couple of new ones going to the University of Montana, uh, Coulter, which uh, has just happened here in the last uh, couple of hours. Yep, this was released right when we went on the air, actually through the University of Montana Sports Information. So this is official, official. These guys are in. They're, they're, it's not, they might be coming. They're it's coming. It's not done till Eric Caber says it's done, by God. That's right. Stamp it. There That's you go, right. Bud. And on that same Eric note, Caber something that seemed like it was done, Jasheer Hartnett from BYU, graduate transfer from the University of Montana men's basketball team, pulled out. We'll do, uh, he's not coming to Montana anymore. We'll get into that a little bit more a little later on, but that's definitely worth mentioning here on this show. But uh, I got it all. That's basketball, by that's the basketball, way. That's basketball, excuse me. Are, are just want to make sure. He's a graduate transfer from BYU. Sorted out here. So yeah, he's a tra- grad transfer from BYU. Yep. expected to come here. He's not coming to Mo- Missoula. Surprise news last night. So Ane Vaohea. So I'm about here. You know, the first time you said it, you nailed it. The second time you kind of started, and yeah. now the more you're doing it, the worse it's getting. Well, so so Ane Valhea. That's exactly what it is. He's a linebacker from Merced Junior College, which is a good uh, junior college in the the Golden Coast Conference, which is one of the best uh, West Coast junior colleges. Uh, he looks like a hard hitting linebacker. He's about six foot, two hundred twenty five pounds. He had eighty tackles, but the number that strikes me from his junior college numbers is ten sacks. So this guy's a guy that can play on the edge a little bit. As well, but his brother played for Bobby Houck at UNLV. Mm. So family connection there. Kids coming out of junior college. Montana needs some linebacker depth. Boom, seems like a good fit. The other one, Mikel Tolliver. I remember Mikel Tolliver a little bit because he was recruited pretty hard. Uh, he's from St. John Bosco Prep, which has been among the top five high school programs in the country the last couple of years. Yeah, and Mikel Tolliver was recruited pretty hard by Montana State back when Michael Petrie was the recruiting coordinator at MSU. So I remember Mikel Tolliver when he was coming out of high school, and uh, he spent the last three years at Hawaii. The connection there is Jimmy Morimoto, the new director of ops for Montana football, was at Hawaii. So he had a little bit of familiarity there, and he's also been recruited by Big Sky Schools. And so he's a six foot, 180 pound defensive back. He plays mostly corner, but he played a little safety in high school too. Uh, but he's a guy who has two years of eligibility remaining. And as we know, you know, probably the spot where Montana needs a body more than anywhere else is at corner right now. And yeah, so I think that yeah. it, it gives them gives them a little bit of added depth. And uh, I think he'll compete pretty well with Darian Nash and Josh Egbo and Justin Calhoun at the outside cornerback spots. Very good. Coulter, thank you very much. It's 2 Tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, we're going to do a Wing It Wednesday here on the other side. So if you want to call, you can right now, 329-1899, 329-1899, uh, the phone number. Uh, and uh, Coulter's got three questions. What are your questions, baseball-related? They're all about home runs home during runs. the first half of an individual baseball season. Okay, uh, so there you go, home runs. Uh, so uh, give us a call, 329-1899. Get you some wings to the Desperado uh, Sports Tavern. Um but also, on our way out here, I want to just remind you of a couple of things coming up. Now, first of all, um, we have started, or we are starting, I guess I should say, uh, our big summertime promo promotion for all of you to send you to Autzen Stadium in Eugene, Oregon, on uh, September 14th, Montana versus Oregon, 
It's a night game. It's on the Pac-12 network. And uh, if you've never been to Autzen Stadium for a game, well, that's a bucket list item. And guess what? We're sending not just two of you. We're sending a bunch of you. I don't even know how many total. Here's what I can say. We're going to be around the city of Missoula, nine different locations all summer long, giving away tickets from every single one. So go uh, to these locations uh, that are around the city and cultural list for you here in a moment, all the places that we're going to be. But we're starting a week from Thursday, a week from tomorrow, eight days from now at Katie O'Keefe's. So you go down to Katie O'Keefe's there in the Stevens Shopping Center uh, on uh, kind of near the uh, uh, fairgrounds, if you're familiar, yep. you know, roughly familiar. Right across the street from SWX. Right down. ABC yeah, Fox. exactly right. Maybe go KTMF. crash the newscast afterwards. But come down to KDO Keeps. We're going to be there live from 4 to 6 next Thursday, giving away tickets. Uh, but you got to register. So the registration boxes are all around the city, different locations, bars, restaurants, sports bars, etc. cetera. And, uh, and uh, go get in there because we got tickets for you to send you to uh, Oregon versus Montana. And this is great. I mean, it's a cool thing that we get to do with Widmer Brothers Brewing. We appreciate very much uh, participating in this. Colter, tell them all the different places around town where they can go right now to register. Starts with Katie O'Keefe's next Thursday. We'll be broadcasting every Thursday leading up to that game. So you can catch us. At this You don't have to memorize this order, but every one of these places has registration boxes. And this is the order, roughly, right? Yeah, this is exactly the order. We're going to hit up Fuddruckers yep. right after Katie O'Keefe's. Yep. Then we're going to hit up the Desperado. We're going to do a Wing It Wednesday live for the first time ever, that'll, I think, that'll right? That'll be the one day that it won't be a Thursday because yep. we wanted to do a Wing It Wednesday from the... From the King of the, Wings himself. The last yeah. Wednesday of the month, July 31st, will be at the Despo doing a live wing at Wednesday, so check that out as well. And then we have uh, broadcasts from Reds, Paradise Falls, Locals, Stockman's Bar, the Iron Horse, Paradise Falls, and the Press Box. Did I say Paradise Falls twice? I think I said Paradise Falls twice. I don't know. Yeah, now good, you've said it four times. Good so friends of the okay. show. But Locals, Stockman's Bar. Iron Horse and the press box. So yep. everywhere you go, if you if the box the boxes are all over the place. They're they're sometimes they're on the bar, sometimes they're behind the bar, sometimes they're in the casino. You'll see them, and if you don't, just ask. And it's like it's a Widmer Brothers like box. Beer box. Yeah. So it's very very it's very uh, easy on the eyes, as they say. You can go check that out. So sign up now, and uh, we want to go. We want you to go to the game. We're going to the game. We want you to go to the game. So uh, night game, Austin Stadium. Oh, they got Eugene's a cool town. They got a Wibber Brothers Brewing Pub there that you can check out. So it'll be good. It'll be a fun party and a, a fun evening. Uh, the other thing that we want to let you know is starting Monday. We are reinstituting, or it's second annual time now, all the way through the Montana Football Hour. We're going to spend the first hour of every show each week, so every Monday, uh, doing football in the state of Montana. We're starting next week because this weekend, Coulter and I are headed over to Spokane. It is the uh, 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 Big Sky Conference kickoff. All, all the nationwide, all the conferences, FBS, FCS, are having their sort of media days for football. And so this weekend on Sunday and Monday is the uh, is the Big Sky Conferences there in Spokane. We will be broadcasting live from it on Monday, uh, and we will have the Montana Football Hour. So again, just want to Remind everybody, we got you covered on the gridiron uh, here on Two Tell Nuanas. All right, it's time for a wing it Wednesday right now. Speaking of the Desperado, 329-1899. Give us a call, 329-1899. Colton's got some trivia questions for you. You get a couple of these things. I'll try and help you out. 329-1899, a wing it Wednesday next. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. 
That's right. They got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home even when you're not. Home runs in the first half. How well do you know your baseball? It's 2 Tell Nuanas. 102.9 ESPN Radio. Broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula. Highway 83 in Sealy. They are celebrating their 30th birthday. That's right, 30 years they've been in business. And they're celebrating by offering you up to 30% off. That's right, 30% off MSRP on select parts and accessories with the purchase of any new Polaris off-road vehicle. Husqvarna or Beta Dirt Bike, or any Crest Pontoon Boat. Some restrictions apply. See Kurtz for details. Get to Kurtz, Polaris, and Missoula, and Sealy all month for Kurtz's 30th year anniversary sale. It's time now for a Wing It Wednesday. So we go to the Rangish Brothers RV phone line, and we welcome in Sean to the show. Sean, how are you? Good. How uh, are yourself? Doing very well, Sean. Thanks very much. Now, Sean, are you a big baseball fan? Do you like Major League Baseball? Well, I go to the Ospreys when I can, and I like baseball, so. Okay. Well, we'll see what we can do. Colter's got some questions for you uh, for uh, from the not from the Osprey, but from uh, Major League Baseball home runs in the first half. Here's the deal. We got three questions for you. If you get two of them right, you got yourself a basket of wings to the Desperado. How great are the Desperado wings? I love them. And if you could get another one, we'll give you a shirt as well. If you need help on one of these, I am your lifeline. All right, Sean? I got you. Boy, some chicken wings would really hit the spot. Hello? Tell me likey. Tell me want wingy. We're here, Sean. We just had to play the intro music. We got a big <laughs> we got big production around here. You know what I mean? We don't want to short it. All right, Sean, here we go. Uh, question number one. Coulter, what do we got? All right, Sean. Number one. Pete Alonzo has hit 30 home runs at the All-Star break. He's one of three players so far this year with 30 home runs before the All-Star break. Before this year, within five, how many players hit 30 home runs before the MLB All-Star break? Now, how many players have done it this year? Three. Three. Three players have done it this year. Yep. Okay. Three players. Okay. But but not counting this year. Not including this year. Before this year. How many players have done it? I, I'll give you a five in within in the history of baseball. I mean, that seems like a lot. Well, I'm going to say Trout, Trout, Pujols, and Ken Griffey Jr. So I'm going to say at least those guys. They all did it? That's good enough for me. I wanted the total number, but the fact that you named three guys have done it, good enough. <laughs> I'm into it. What uh, is the number? 38 guys. 38 have guys. have hit 30 home runs before the All-Star okay. break. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, non-coincidentally, probably, I would say 25 or above of those guys 
have been in the last 20 years. PEDs ruin baseball. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, all right. Question number two. Here all right. Go, question Sean. number two. Barry Bonds holds the all-time record for home runs before the All-Star break. How many home runs did Barry Bonds hit in the first half of the 2001 season? 42. That's close. What is it? 39. I mean, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Let's circle back around because that might be close enough. But remember now, Pete, excuse me. Remember now, Sean, you do still have a lifeline. You got one in the bank. And so if you need help on this last one, Ryan's got you covered. Okay. What What is the Major League Baseball record for home runs in a single month? I mean, my life likes. I'm thinking it's American League, but I don't know. Well, I give you a hint, Gus. He plays for your. He played for your favorite team. My favorite team? No, Ryan's favorite what team. What individual player? Holds what individual player holds the record for home runs in a single month? In a single month, would it be? I'm going. I I I take my my life No, it, it's a Cubs, Sean. Okay, let's start there. And I mean, is I got it. Brian? Is it, 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 it? Maybe it's Willie Mays. It's either Willie Mays or it's somebody. Who's Willie Mays on played the for the Cubs? Now. Huh? Willie Mays. Played for, no, he didn't play for the Cubs. He played for the Cubs. The guy who I'm asked for played for the Cubs. Is he on the team right now? No. No? I have no clue. <laughs> I have Ryan no Sandberg? clue. <laughs> it's the only answer. Who's the greatest home run hitter in the history of the Chicago Cubs? Well, Babe Ruth never Re- played. Reputation aside, who's the greatest home run hitter in the history of the Chicago Cubs? Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm lost. I'm I mean, it's okay. Chris Bryant, obviously, is the best. Well, I was saying the third, the third baseman, but I, that's my big Bryant. Because, Sean, here's, here's, Sean, here's the deal. Ryan's been such a bad help to you. For the only question I thought he was going to get, that we're going to give you your second question, Barry Bonds. That was close enough, 39 and 42. Okay, we'll, Banks. we'll give you a little three-home run deal. But here's the deal. No shirt, but you do get some wings. You're going to the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. You get yourself some wings. Give your information to Reese, and we'll get you all set up, okay? Well, I love it. Thank you, guys. All right, enjoy. Sean. Great work. Thank you. Bro. Ernie Banks? Sammy Sosa. Yeah. There's only been one player that ever hit home runs of any consequence for the Chicago Cubs. His name is Sammy Sosa. I mean, yeah, he, I hit, he hit 20 home runs Washington in the month. Hit a home run he hit 20 month. home runs in the month of June in 1998. It was the most impressive run of all time. I don't care if he's on steroids. I don't care if he's using a cork bag. 20 home runs in one month. I watched him hit like number thirty-four that season. He hit thirty-two Probably and thirty-three home runs before the All-Star break in ninety-eight, ninety-nine. I don't know, man. Sammy Sosa has been relegated to the depths and the recesses. I mean, I don't think that that's. Uh, I don't think you're alone in that. All right. Shawan <laughs> Dunstan. Coulter, you and I both know being healthy is a very, very important part of life. Am I right about that? Indeed, guess it is. Well, one of the things that makes me healthy, think you as well, fiber. Gotta have it. You sure do, man. You need to eat your fruits and your veggies, your bananas. You gotta get all that stuff in. Maybe even some bran. Plums. All of it. Fiber is very important. Well, guess what? 
Turns out it's important to communication as well. You might be surprised to learn that Blackfoot and its partners have invested millions of dollars, truly, in building a fiber optic network throughout Montana. Through Bozeman and around Gallatin County, more than 30 miles of fiber optic cable have been laid by Blackfoot. That's amazing. Impressive, innovative, and a perfect place with the way Bozeman's been growing. Click on the link below, goblackfoot.com slash ESPN. They're not trying to sell you anything. They don't want you to do anything. They just want you to know what they're up to and how they're improving communication across the state of Montana. So go to goblackfoot.com backslash ESPN now. To tell in Nuanes, listen to the podcast on the TuneIn Radio app or on iTunes, 1029ESPN.com. The Osprey, back in action. Hour and 15 minutes from now, one hour from now, we'll be on the air on ESPN Radio with your pregame show. It's 2 Tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. Nuanes. All guests join the show on the Rangage Brothers RV phone line. Broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris studio on ESPN Radio in western Montana and across the state on SWX Television. Here is Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanes. I think this is Reese's passive aggression. He's like, I'm putting these in there for you. Save you time. Save us all time. And then you don't play them. You know? That's what I think is going on. <laughs> I'm savvy. By the uh, yes. Generation Z. Here's the thing. The kid back there, he just knows he knows how to run all this stuff, and he knows that I got no chance of getting this right. <laughs> We're broadcasting live from the Curse Polaris Studios. Curse Polaris is at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy. July, that's this month, is Curse's 30th birthday. That's right, 30 years they've been in business, and they're celebrating by offering up to 30% off. That's right, 30% off MSRP on select parts and accessories with the purchase of any new Polaris off-road vehicle, Husqvarna or Beta. Now I'm trying to get those two to go together. They kind of do go together. They're both high-end dirt bikes. Or any Crest Pontoon boat. You get any one of those, you get up to 30% off MSRP on parts and accessories associated with them. It's a heck of a deal. Some restrictions apply. See Kurtz for details. Get to Kurtz Polaris in Missoula and Sealy all month for Kurtz 30th, 30-year anniversary sale. Um... Coulter, the Missoula Osprey, have been on the road uh, for like five games. They had a day off yesterday. That's, I do like this about baseball is they take the entire day off of the All-Star game at every level. So everybody can you know get in there, watch the All-Star game, and take in uh, the show, as it were, with the, uh, with the All-Star game. And now play resumes across the country and uh, resumes in Missoula tonight as the uh, Missoula Osprey are back in town against the Ogden Raptors. Uh, Ormels. Excuse me. Raptors are the second four-game set. The reason I said the Raptors, I'm all turned around here. The Ormels tonight, the Ogden Raptors coming in on Sunday, and we got four tickets for you right now. So if you would like to go see the Ogden Raptors, it will be the first game of that series on Sunday, 329-1899. 329-1899. We got four tickets for you right now to go see the Ogden Raptors and the Missoula Osprey on Sunday. It's a 5 o'clock start on that game. We'll be on the air at 445 with that on Sunday afternoon. So remember, this Sunday game's a little earlier in the day, but a beautiful weekend coming up. You want to go to that game, uh, check it out. 329-1899. 329-1899, the number now. But the Oram Owls in, uh, in town tonight, I believe, Colton, this is the first um, 
out of uh, division matchup. League South. Yep. You go north versus south, so a little inner inner league uh, going on right now. Uh, so Orm will come up here. Orm has uh, is is at the bottom of the chart there, fourth of, out of four in the south. But as we saw with what happened with the uh, Osprey and the Idaho Falls Chuckers, the Chuckers were out there just rolling everybody, and Missoula rolled off four straight against them, closed the gap to within three. They got they then they turned around and lost to a three against Billings, who was at the bottom of the Pioneer League North. And so you got to have. Everybody kind of, it's, it's a horse race is what it is, Coulter. Everybody fighting for this thing. But uh, 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 going to be a beautiful night at the park in western uh, Montana if you want to go down there. Do it. You're going to the game tonight, Coulter. I may be. We'll see if I can get my act together and meet you on down there with, uh, with the kids. I ain't going unless you're going. You already stole my tickets. I can't, you I can't live you without tell you. tell me that you had two tickets, and in fact, they were just tickets. Now that it's summer and you don't just sit on your couch all the time, I don't ever see you anymore. I don't what that I don't sit on my couch. Oh, because you don't come over and I'm not just sit parked. Like in the winter, I know exactly what you're doing. You're watching seven football games in a row. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, now I never know what you're okay, doing. Okay, well, yeah, we'll see. We might get on down there to the baseball game. Who? What early here in the season? Who are the guys on this on this Osprey team that you've been most sort of impressed by? I think you know, uh, 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 Brickhouse comes to mind and. Uh, Leover Paguero, for my money, has been the best day in day out player that the Osprey have had, both 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 offensively and defensively. I mean, he's been fantastic at shortstop. And last I saw, was up in over 400 on the batting average. Of course, we all know no one cares about batting average anymore. If I want to hit 400, I'll hit 400. Thank you very much. I'm trying to hit home runs here. But in any case, that's from yesterday. If you weren't paying attention, check out the podcast. Yeah, Paguero's still hitting 397, and it's not as if he's. Just dicing it together. He's played in 17 games. He's got 68 at-bats, which is third on the O's. And he's got 27 hits, which is among the leaders in the Pioneer League. Uh, Kevin Watson Jr. has been their power guy. He's got six home home runs so far this season, but he's only hitting 182. So he's kind of playing the the Alex Bregman card to the maximum where he's not really – not really getting it done in terms of average, but one of the league leaders in home runs. Uh, this O's team is not necessarily a power-hitting team. They have a lot more contact-style guys. But uh, Br- Brickhouse is interesting because Spencer Brickhouse, he was a first-team All-American at East Carolina two years in a row. Uh, he was the AAC Player of the Year last year. When you look at him, he's, he's got a, a great build. He's got a build of a good prospect. He's also got the swing of a good prospect. He has been a little bit up and down trying to put together. I think he's been swinging at a lot of bad pitches, and uh, he hasn't necessarily driven the ball. I mean, he's got 17 hits, but he's only got four extra base hits. He's yet to hit his first pro home run. But not an unusual adjustment for a guy that's coming from college with aluminum bats, not as live a pitching to the Pioneer League. And I, you know, I think that that's one thing that maybe gets overlooked. People think, hey, you're playing in high-level Division One." That's got to be a pretty easy transition, maybe even a better level of baseball than Rookie League. It's not true. Mm. It's just not true. Rookie League is, I mean, like, we were having this debate the other day. How would the Osprey or the Ogden Raptors or the Idaho Falls Checkers finish in the College World Series? Well, they would win it. Mm. They would win it easily. I don't think, I mean, it's hard to say easily, but, like, they would be dominant in college baseball because they just have so many many more pitchers more than anything else. But also there's so much more depth. I mean... How many pros play on Vanderbilt? You know, a lot, probably. Half a dozen. Yeah. Not 25. All the roster. (laughs) Right. So, you know, it's just like any other argument. How would Alabama do against Buffalo Bills? Well, they'd lose by five touchdowns. Yeah. Even though they have 
10 NFL guys. Well, guess what? The Bills got 53. Yeah. So it's the same thing. But I think that Brickhouse is going, uh, he's going through it a little bit, but you can tell he's got a really good swing. And he has driven the ball just two people so far this year. I mean, the two games I've been to, he's hit the ball hard. He just hasn't really gotten on base. He's hitting 258, which is not bad, but it's the slugging that's down. He's slugging 318. He's expected to be way more of a corner-style guy, and he was definitely one of the more heralded prospects. But uh, they have some talented guys. I, I mean, as always, the, the, the Diamondbacks are just so good at, at drafting and developing middle infielders. You, you could basically, with a blindfold, say, well, who's the starting second baseman and starting shortstop for the Osprey? Those are probably two of their best players because mm-hmm. they've just been really good at developing that type of guy. And Peguero is kind of the next one. It's going to be interesting to see how he navigates this whole thing because Alec Thomas, Blaze Alexander, Sergio Santos, those are guys that have been played for the Osprey recently that are high draft picks, really talented guys. And so Peguero might be kind of stuck in a logjam in their organization, but he's been dynamite so far. By far the uh, the surprise, or I guess the the performer of the season thus far for the O's. Uh, tonight on ESPN Television, the ESPYS uh, take place. Do you watch the ESPYS Never. at all? I've found. Here's the thing: Do you watch any? Do you watch the Oscars or the Grammys or any of that? I, I do watch the Academy Awards. Uh, I have. I've watched. I, I've watched the Grammys more often than not because of the live music yeah. that's on there. Yeah. yeah, you know me. I I love comedy, and I don't love comedians. I don't think that staged comedy is that funny. I think some people are. There's some comics that I love that I think are brilliant. But by and large, like comedy movies, romantic comedies, staged comedy, it drives me crazy. And it's just accentuated so much when you're talking about these award shows. And then it's even kicked into overdrive when you're talking about the ESPYs. Like the hosts of the ESPYs are, it just just annoys me so much. Uh, I do you like them? So I, I, I've, I've certainly watched the ESPYs or parts of the ESPYs for, on occasion. Um, here's the thing. I, I, you know all the, 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 you know, roasts? They used to do the Comedy Central roasts. Maybe they still do. Yeah. yeah. Hate them. Hate them. Mm-hmm. The, and, and basically, like, if you host this thing, and not just this one, but, but all of these awards shows, Historically, it's just been licensed to take shots at people right. in the name of like right. fun. And I think that the, mostly the jokes are just so distasteful. They're, they're, they they are like you can jab at a guy or or a gal or whatever, and it can be fun and funny, and it's like we all get it. But then there's been other stuff. It's just like when when like who did Justin Timberlake rip for missing the free throw? Was it Derek? Uh, uh, Jared Smith. The J.R. Smith at Memphis? Mm. Is it Memphis? Oh, Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Like, as he's still not even drafted yet. Right. Or just had or been, just had been never, ne- but right. never played in the NBA. And, like, like the singular, the biggest moment of his of his basketball life, and he, he, he failed at it, or he missed the shot. Okay, he didn't fail at it. He missed the shot. And, like, you're going to sit here in this 19-year-old kid, whatever, and you're going to roast him on national TV in front of every, you know, I, I just find that so just poor. It's awful. And so I, I hate all of that stuff. The thing I like, and I know how you feel about all the PC stuff and everything, and now we're having verbal confrontation. Is that what it is? Or combat? Verbal instead combat. Of, instead of smack talk or whatever. Oh okay, you know, and I'm not with that. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> come on, enough with that. But the one, it, here's the thing. Recently, it seems to me that the 
the uh, MCs of these awards shows have been much more cognizant of that stuff, and I like I'm happy about that. I don't need to sit here and see people made fun of and you know whatever. If you're not funny, just over. If you can't be funny about a bag of rice, you're not funny. Okay. So just be funny about anything. If you're actually a comedian, you can write jokes about the, the material is endless. And sure, write jokes about the people that are there, but it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to come from an ugly place. And why that has to be, I don't know. So I don't get it. Here's the thing to, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. That's the thing that drives me so crazy about this is that I've been watching David Letterman's new show and it just takes me back to when David Letterman was on the air. And David Letterman's so funny and he doesn't, he doesn't make take shots at anybody besides himself. Yes. And that's why he's so great. And Jay Leno would do it, but not in a vicious fashion. Jay Leno was, like, smart about his jokes. Johnny Carson, classy. Now these guys, like, Seth Meyers drives me nuts. Nuts! Like, if, if, I, if, 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 if I was Draymond Green and he's sitting there making fun of me, I would charge the stage and just whip him. Hey. I mean, what about the, what about the Jim Everett, Jim Rome interview going back? Ooh. Throwing tables? The incident, as it were. Chris? Here's the thing. Last thing I'll say, because we're running out of time. The ESPYs are genius because it's the slowest day of the year, and the network created a show to be the effectively the Oscars, the Academy Awards of sports, to generate their own news. Now, if that's not genius, I don't know what is. It's not the best show that there is of the award shows, but it's pretty good, and it is a big deal. I mean, it's a giant deal now, so well done. 45 minutes away from Osprey Baseball, 7 o'clock first pitch. Go on down. They're going to be a great game. The Ormals in town. Enjoy it on ESPN Radio, on SWX Montana Television as well. We'll see you tomorrow. Tutel and the Wannas. Thanks for being with us. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz Athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.